Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Core Explained Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo, and we're on to episode 71. It is Tuesday, April 25th, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely cohorts, Carl Bird, Aris Tejeda, Victor Moyle. How are we all doing today? Aris, let's start with you. I'm good, man. You look good. Thanks. You're welcome. Colbert, how are we feeling? Doing all right yourself? Uh, not too bad. Cool. Victor? Overjoyed. Oh my. <laughs> I can I can tell. It is it is I, oozing off of you. I can feel the radiant aura <laughs> coming from Victor Oman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll leave Victor for last. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Eris, how Yo, you been? How you been? I have been fantastic. Really friggin' busy, actually, mm. to be honest with you. Way too busy. <laughs> well, it is but, springtime. Eh, the hibernation mm-hmm. is over. Yep. Time yeah. to get busy. Mm, nothing, yeah, nothing to be done, but just get it done, I guess. Right. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um, for the purposes of this show, <laughs> uh, I have been... Uh, watching a show called uh, Insecure from HBO. I'm a little bit high late five. on this. High five on that. I figured this was a Carl Bird <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it you have seen Insecure? Yes. Come here, I brought it up. Carl, never I have brought it, it up. No, you haven't. Stop yes, lying. He has. Why are you lying, Vic? He has. Yo, <laughs> why, why are you both lying right now? It was the same yeah. episode where we talked about that tower game <laughs> that they did not remember you playing. <laughs> was it that episode? No, I don't know. I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, I, I figured this was a show that Carl would like. Um, but it's a very, very good show. I just started. I kept reading online that it's a pretty good show, so uh, I checked it out. And now, since Carl's talked about it, I don't want to double our efforts. <laughs> it's a good show. I recommend it. Are you Team Lawrence? Uh, well, I don't want any spoilers out here. I just, I just, I just got to an episode where you know that dynamic really comes into play so right now yes i'm very much team mars right now we'll see (laughs) we'll see how things change and evolve but uh isa and and lawrence is an interesting relationship and isa and molly who are the two main female characters are uh uh they, they are black professionals who uh, live in LA and they work around mostly white folk and the show does a good job of keeping it real uh, so I can sort of relate to their experiences. <laughs> I could definitely do that. I, I also work around mostly Caucasian persuasion. I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's it, it's a uh, really interesting interesting dynamic uh, on that show, um, and it's funny. It's uh, it stars in, and is produced by a comedian Issa Rae, and uh, she does a really nice job of uh, keeping the show interesting and lighthearted, and also keeping it real um, a lot of times. So a lot of the situations in there you could look at it and go, oh man, I can kind of relate to that. That's cool. Um, it's on HBO. So uh, my wife and I are both, uh, we're, we're streaming it on HBO Go, and we're both enjoying it greatly. It's, uh, it's a very good show. Yeah, you know it started off as a book. No, I had no idea. Then it evolved into <coughs> a YouTube series. Really? Awkward, awkward Black Girl, I remember yes. that. Awkward oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then, damn. Then she ended up getting the HBO deal, and now we have Insecure. 
Wow, good for her. That's yeah. that's a really well scripted comedy show. So mm-hmm. good on her. Yeah. Good on her for that. Nice. Catch anything else? Yeah, just the usual. A lot yeah. of Overwatch. Lots and lots and lots of Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like twitch the twitch the game. Just twitch like <laughs> one more night. Uh, with a disclaimer with the listen you know, Carl that just is twitch that America's not ready for that <laughs> no uh, t- trust me America America can handle it so I did play the ins- not Insurrection did they start it off calling it Insurrection I think so it's called, it's Uprising Uprising yeah they definitely changed it so I did play that it was pretty fun uh, the, the PvE part mm-hmm. I only did it once but yeah, I can, I've done I can, that several times now. I can see them expanding it into a greater th- play thing playthrough I really hope that they turn it into, at the very least, a permanent game mode because it's actually really fun. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that they do that. But I'm I'm having a lot of fun again in in Overwatch. I'm trying to get better, get good, as they say. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, my loot box situation has been a real shit show. Blizzard. What? I just get shitty loot boxes, oh, man. Oh, All my boys oh. are like, look at this. I got a loot box with two golds in it. And I'm like, fuck you. Look well, at my sweet loot box with all garbage. When I did open my one uprising one, and the one I got from winning, it was all, like, I think everything except for one was a duplicate. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm with you. I'm glad. Yeah. I've never gotten anything cool out of any of those free loot boxes, ever. You've got some skins. Not from that free one. Oh, well, well, I gotcha. The boxes I've earned and stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I've never gotten anything cool out of one of those free event ones that yeah. you get. Yeah, yeah. So, Overwatch, still great. It's a, it's a year in now. It's crazy. That game's been out for a year. Really? That thing's just been going strong for a full fucking year. Wow. Has it? Yeah, it's been a year. They, they have like a one-year retrospective on IGN right now. That's pretty cool. So you can go read. Interesting. I haven't nice. seen played yet. Outside of playing that one thing I haven't played it lately, but hopefully hmm. soon. You should. It's really fun. They've made several changes to characters and that make them better. I should just get it for PS4. Like Lucio. You'd like Lucio now, probably. And yeah, yeah. you should totally get it for PS4. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man. It's always going down on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. We, did have, we do have a friend who just got it for PS4. He usually plays it on PC. I so. think, yeah. I... It has uh, rejuvenated him. <laughs> <laughs> he always talks so negative. I, I've, heard of, I've heard about it. That's great. So, yeah, I think you should. You're white and affluent. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and sorry, it's insecure. <laughs> I, yes, that's why I refuse to play Lucio. <laughs> Call Bird. Wait, isn't that the character you said that looks like me? If by darker skin persuasion? Oh, yes. Okay. I don't know if I said it. I remember you like even saying that. Uh, call bird. How you been? What you been up to? Work. <laughs> That's boring. Much, yeah, yeah. You have no idea. But then, um, so I end up for the sake of the show, I end up catching a documentary on the Oklahoma City bombing called Oklahoma City on Netflix. Um, it didn't really catch my attention that much, but I mean, it was just interesting just to watch. You know, I remember the bombing actually happened, but you know, I was a little kid, so I I knew something bombed. I didn't even know what type of building it was, so mm-hmm. I mean, now that I'm older, I'm old enough to understand, so I can, I have, yeah, I'm pretty much better, have a better understanding of it. So yeah, Timothy that is Bay what a is documentary is meant for, Comfort. <laughs> it is. So yeah, Timothy McVeigh is a asshole. 
He sure was. Yes. He's no, he no was, level. yes, he was, uh, what's the word? Terminated, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you a big documentary guy in general? Do you go looking for them? No, uh, not really. I just come across them, and if they catch my interest, I'll just... Is that go. one that, did you just kind of do, like, the Netflix roulette type deal? Yeah. Take, you know, go through that half mm. hour of trying to figure out what to watch. <laughs> That's the worst thing. Like, everything is on our fingertips, and we still can't pick stuff to watch, which drives yeah. me insane. It's literally like back in the day when you're like watching the the TV Guide channel, mm. and you're just wondering what to watch. So you literally have to sit there for like a half hour just yeah. to find something, right. just to change the channel. So Netflix is literally like that, you except that it's not your fighting. You look away for two seconds, and you fucking miss it, and you have to watch it all over again. Oh man! I mean, okay, sometimes that... having too many options paralyzes you. <laughs> you have paralysis because of it. That's why we need to remove cable altogether. I'm all for cutting the cord. Um, about it. Anything else? Nope. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Vic, how about yourself? You, um, you were busy this week. I saw you tweeting out some movies and hot business. Yeah. Yeah, well, I watched a few movies over the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, two of which stood out to me. First one was I finally got a chance to watch Hidden Figures, uh, which came out earlier this year, and which I really enjoyed. It's a story of uh, three uh, three black women engineers at NASA. Uh, Catherine Johnson, played by Taraji P. Henson, Dorothy Vaughn, played by Octavia Spencer, and Mary Jackson, played by Janelle Monet. And, t- and, a- and the whole movie deals with their uh, efforts in, um, in creating the uh, uh, calculations required for the uh, space race for John Glenn and his team to the, uh, calculating their landing traje- trajectories and whatnot uh, once, they, once they get out of orbit. And... And the whole movie was pretty fascinating, like the stuff like how intelligent these women were and all the, all the challenges that they had to endure at NASA. Like, for example, you had uh, Katherine Johnson who literally had to run across the NASA campus to just use the colored bathroom and back, which took 45 minutes every day until she, until one day she just she just like snapped at her at her boss, uh, played by uh, Kevin Costner. Um, there's a other there's a Dorothy Vaughn, her character, her character, who's um trying to go trying to apply for a supervisor job but you know she's always getting stonewalled because of you know her race and she's the only person that can actually program the ibm computer that they installed and uh despite despite this knowledge they they try every every trick in the book to like not give her the position and uh you have mary jackson's character who wants to uh become an engineer at nasa but then she's told that she has to take night classes at this all-white university um, just to just to be qualified to apply, even though she does have the experience and the qualifications, but you know because hey, we can we can put a man on the moon or in space, but to you know let black people use the bathroom like anybody else, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's fantasy talk, son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but hey, wasn't wasn't that scene super cool when Kevin Costner finally discovered racism? Yeah, that was the best. That was, you know, when he, <laughs> you know, when he, uh, when he took down mm-hmm. that uh, colored, colored uh, bath women's bathroom sign, and he says, "Here at NASA, we all pee the same color." Mm-hmm. Yep. Me and yeah. Kevin Costner, Costner. Yeah, me and Kevin Costner share the same birthday. <laughs> oh well, that's a fun oh, fact. That's a fun fact, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But that was that. By the way, I was being totally facetious there. That scene was preposterous. <laughs> Your boy found that bathroom. He's like, "You have to come here to pee because you're colored. How could this ever happen in America?" <laughs> because it's 1963. You've never turned on a fucking TV, you <laughs> dick. Oh man, hashtag white privilege. <laughs> 
But but yeah, it was, it was a it was a fascinating movie, and it's a Kevin story. Kevin Costner single-handedly obliterated <laughs> racism, Victor. I think that's an oversimplification. Okay. <laughs> I think he may be the true hero of the story. He's not. Oh. More like Martin Luther Costner. <laughs> I would make that movie. No, <laughs> but but yeah, Hidden Figures is a great movie, and it's a it's a fascinating mm. story, and I think it's a shame that. You know, it does live up to his title because, like, I've never heard of these women until this movie was announced, and which is a shame. But um, but I'm glad that their story is out there now. But it's, it's a cool movie, so you know, something that's worth watching if you want to learn a little bit about you know NASA history and history of black figures in America. Real, real, real talk, you only watched this because Taraji P Henson's in it, didn't you? No, well, that's one of the reasons. I knew it. <laughs> of course. Can, she, uh, can you blame her? She's a, she's, a, she's a great actress, and she's my TV wife. Oh, is that uh, Cookie? Cookie. Cookie. Yeah, yeah, that's Cookie. Yeah, she's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Cool. she is. I don't like this. That was such a... Uh, question. Oh, yeah. NASA's a really fun <laughs> follow on Twitter, FYI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we seem to like get a lot of their alerts on our correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing all pictures from Mars and shit. It's nice. dope. The right. racism does not exist on Mars. Oh. Potentially. I don't know. Probably does. Not yet it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I follow NASA on Twitter, too. That's probably why we I get the alerts. Mm. Listen, bro. Racism knows no borders or atmospheres. Well, yeah. The, just like that South Park episode when they're like so far into the future that religion's gone, but it's just one eight group of atheists versus the other group of atheists. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. no, and it's Harmon Young. But... Jesus Christ. I'm like, hey, you believe in a fictional character. <laughs> It's a good episode. It's a funny episode. That, that was a good episode. Mm. So, racists are some of the most determined people I've seen. <laughs> we should probably just send them all to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jumpstart them. They are. They will After watching the that documentary, they are. <laughs> fuck you, racists. Yeah. You're not allowed to listen to the show. Stop listening to the song. Yeah. Just download. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Five star review too. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can still use that. You don't have to say anything. Just sure. Just, just mention me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I like the movie Hidden Figures. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a very good movie with a terrific terrific uh, performances and it's a story that's you know an important story that needs to be told and I'm glad that it is told. So well, check it out. It was um, nominated for an Academy Award, right? Yeah, it was. Win. No, it was nominated for Best Picture. Oh. Yeah, but Moonlight won, which was a better film. But yeah, check it out, Hidden Figures. And the second movie that I did watch uh, was is on Netflix. It's a South Korean zombie flick called Train to Busan. Ooh, I've heard this is good. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I've been meaning to watch it. I, I, I it was a really, it's a really good movie. Uh, it's a South Korean flick about this, uh, this fund manager, fund manager who's, uh, you know, he's divorced and he's a single father and he's trying to reconnect with his young daughter, and. Um, you know he he starts he starts off uh, on a on a bad note by buying his young daughter a Wii U as a present. Damn, you yeah. fucked up. <laughs> but here's what makes it even worse: she already has a Wii U. Damn. And what makes it you even... fucked up? And she had already fucked up. So you fucked up on top of the fuck up. You done? Hey, 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 dog. I heard you like. 
the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, he's not exactly the, the best of fathers. He's too into his job, and, you know, he's, you know, really disconnected from his daughter. So in order to make up for his foibles... And buys his kids failed consoles. Yeah. yeah. Well, the funny thing is, that South Park episode is about Eric Carmen going in nature to get a week. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, tells, he tells his friends to freeze him so he can wake up in time for the week. Because it's like a few months out, and he just winds up going like a thousand years into the future. Look at that. Uh, yeah, that's great. So, uh, so in order to make up for his for his foibles, he decides to take his daughter to visit uh, her, her mom to Busan. On the, they go, so they go on this high speed train, and then uh, unfortunately, one of the passengers is infected and uh, becomes a zombie. And unfortunately, it's one of the types of zombies that you know has the running powers of Usain Bolt. Oh damn! Oh, the yep. what, what, uh, what was these zombies? Yeah, that Fast or zombies, yeah. like in Twenty Eight Days Later. And plus, like if they bite you, then you literally get get infected like one second after the bite oh, damn. so so naturally like most of the train gets infected and it's about and it's up to uh this father and daughter and as well as a, a few other colorful characters to survive the train ride and the movie was the movie is fantastic plenty of great zombie uh action and uh lots of uh, interesting characters in there like there's this uh, one one dude his husband and his pregnant wife trying to survive and uh this dude um the main character he's trying to He's trying to. He's teaching his daughter the wrong lessons. It's like, it's like for example, there's one scene where the, the the his daughter gives this old woman a piece of candy, or like or like actually offers her her seat because you know she's old, and her, and her and her father's like, listen, listen, you know, it's, it's it's every man for himself. You don't have to help everybody. You know, help yourself first. You know, that's the <laughs> lesson. And then um the then the the other dude who overhears him, who has a pregnant wife, says, just to let you know, your daughter's a, your, your 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 father's a real asshole. I hope you know that, right? And so, you know, she and then, 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 then Dora's like, yeah, I know, but... Hey, if I was in a train full of zombies, I'd be looking out for number one, too. Fuck all y'all. Well, then... Fuck all y'all. Well, then there's this other dude. It sounds like this was pre-zombie, by the way. Yeah. No, it's it's during the... Uh, yeah. Oh, then fuck that! He's right! <laughs> <laughs> I just shared all my Reese's Cups with you guys, but don't you think for one second, if there was zombies around here, I'd be sharing those Reese's Cups yeah. with you guys. They'd be all mine. Yeah. And then, I will kill you for those Reese's Cups, by the way. Yeah, then Damn! <laughs> what the fuck? In a zombie apocalypse. A... Yeah. Shit got real quick. <laughs> Jesus. I would kill you even if it wasn't a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> comes Culbert. Yeah, then, then, uh, then I guess the the main villain of the movie is this uh, corrupt... Uh, the train! The train is the main villain. No, nah, it's oh, this okay. corrupt businessman who's like totally... This older dude who's like this, this corrupt businessman who's like who's just looking out for himself. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. He's basically the main character in like ten years from now. Oh, so Maurice. Yeah. Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have guessed. Right. So so the whole movie is it's really cool. Um, it does it does it's kind of like it's kind of like Snowpiercer in a sense that it takes place on a very confined location on a train, and it has like a bit of like class themes and whatnot with the certain characters and there's like different inventive ways that they that they avoid the zombies on the train mm. in such a confined space it's, it's pretty fascinating stuff and um yeah if you're a fan of awesome zombie just zombie stories check it out man it's on netflix i have a question is this a comedy or is it an action flick or is it a horror movie it's a it's a horror disaster flick Huh. So it, it does have some comedic elements, but it's like more horror than anything else. Is this the gotcha. same Korean director that did like the host, that monster movie from a couple years back? It's a good movie. I did enjoy that. I like the movie a lot. No, it's, it's a different director. Okay. Yeah. Um, does at any point anyone get their head bashed in with a Wii U? That would have been a great scene, but no. <laughs> that, what a damn! That's a bad guy. But oh yes. Never mind. I'm no longer on board with this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I really love the movie. Check it out. It's on Netflix. You know, if you like zombies, no reason to avoid it. Hmm. Better. It's, I will say this. It's better than the last season of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Still on that train to Busan? <laughs> <laughs> Eh, when 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 season eight of Walking Dead comes on, I'll watch the season premiere, but I'm, I I skip the rest of this current season. It really feels like The Walking Dead, right now as it is, is just about the season premiere, the mid season <laughs> finale, finale mm-hmm. the mid season start, and, and the, the and then the season, season finale. finale. Like yeah. that, that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Every episode in between is kind of garbage, and I haven't watched anything for a while. Yeah. I, I can agree. As season, somebody who's still watching every yeah. episode, I can agree. It's kind of been like that for like the past three seasons. It's, yeah. it's really frustrating. Yeah. Mm. With, with this last season, you're not you're really not missing anything. That's too and, bad. And what's, the season finale was pretty good. Well, what's yeah. worse is that the showrunners are saying that they have enough material for like ten more seasons. What? So Unless that shit becomes like ER where they just wow. keep changing people. Well, I mean, the comics are still ongoing, so it's not yeah. like they can't just keep going with that storyline. They don't age in the comics. Carl's right. going to be like 50 months on that show ends. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Mm. Oh, boy. It's a good point. But I feel like we have this very similar conversation every six months or so. Yeah, we do. <laughs> nah, this feels like a little bit more pessimistic about The Walking Dead. I feel like every other time, at least one Maybe. of us is we're, we're fully on board. Mm. Now it's like, we're all kind of getting sick of this shit. Yeah. Like, the show has to end. Like I'd rather have it end like the next season or season after season nine. And just we call know it quits. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it still gets way too many viewers. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you, know, you know, do like Game of Thrones. They're gonna end in two seasons, and they have a plan to end it. Just do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. Anarchy did it too. So. I, yeah, I love that. You know me. I love endings. Things need a conclusion, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, now you just have to get to them. George Fat Fat Martin. Uh, <laughs> still hate him. Of course I hate that. He still hasn't released a friggin' book, Carl. All right. Fucking hate him. I think so you would have like got over it by now. I Look, hate him so much. The, the, no, the no. series is gonna end uh, next year, so just just watch the whole series and then be satisfied you know, that you have the complete story. It. Listen, we did a whole episode. And ninety percent of that episode was just Maurice going the fuck off. Right. Oh, I remember that song of pain and ire. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was a great <laughs> that episode. That was a good title. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's go listen to that episode. <laughs> it's it's every, so everything is still the same except Game of the Thrones is now coming out in July. Not, yeah, not April like it usually does. Yeah. So yeah, and the next season starts filming September. So. Yeah, and there's like there's, there's literally no updates on the book. Just nothing. Yeah. I, he's just like I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Um, I hate him. Yeah, we had this, we had this conversation like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, like three years ago. I, I just became apathetic to the whole. Yeah, thing. I no longer care. Right. So fuck him. Yeah, it's just like. But now it's gonna happen. You know what's, what's really gonna piss you off is when King Killer Chronicles does the same damn thing. Where is that fucking book? <laughs> I predicted like a year ago that he was gonna split the last book into two at the very least. Mm, Telling you it's gonna friggin' happen. He has a blog, but he wants that money train, bro. He wants that George Fat Fat Martin money train treatment, Mm. and he's gonna get it. Probably fucking get it. I hope the movies flop. I hope the movies flop just so the books come out. Goddamn. Straight up, I hope they're a horrible failure. Who's doing King Chronicles? Lionsgate. Okay. And uh, what's that? The, the guy did Hamilton, Lin Manuel. He's like oh. writing the music for it and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Um, and well, another fantasy production that's coming to TV that Carl Bird shared the other day is um, Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, they're uh, they're doing that whole thing. That's I think I've talked about that on the show before too. I only got to like episode, uh, book six or seven. Mm-hmm. There's twelve total. Yeah, I started book one. I was on vacation. I read it all week while on vacation. Then I never picked it up again. Yeah, it really gets. <laughs> it's really... a slow read. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. And you get to like the later books, and it's like twenty chapters for them to eat breakfast. And Jeez. then the eleventh book came out, and the author died. Uh, but then Brandon. Yell at me. And then Brandon Sanderson picked it up, who writes very fast, and finished the twelfth book. He split it up, but he wrote it. Fairly quickly. Mm. A lot quicker than the last of a few books came out. I really enjoy Brandon Sanderson. He is good, and he does finish his shit. Also, where the fuck's my next chapter of the Dresden Files? Every author is just <laughs> fucking up. That one, I what believe Jim Butcher was going through a divorce, from what I was reading. I don't which, care. Which may have delayed it. And then there was questions about like royalties and shit. They had to like, solve before that. Did his wife finished. write any of it? I don't give a fuck. I want that book. Right. I don't care if it's... Give me the book. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, bro, uh, you keep your personal wants... troubles to yourself. Uh, she wants that. She wants them royalties. Mm-hmm. What was the last one, 2015? I believe that's right, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It must she, not have been a Changes prenup. was the last one, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Changes? Yes, it probably wasn't a prenup. Was Changes the last one? No, it was... Uh... No. I'll look it up. Yeah. Just whatever. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. But it was Changes, and then everything changed. And then it went until they, they, they started, like, they... Oh, God damn it, now I can't remember. The, 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 uh, Peace remember. Talks? Was Peace Talks the last one? No, that's the one coming up. That's a new oh, one okay, that okay. will eventually be released one day. Right, right. Yeah, there's going to be 20 of them, so get comfy. Get comfy. Uh, for myself, I'm trying to get back on the Star Wars Skin thing. Game Skin was Game, the last yeah. One. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah. I really like that one. Damn, Changes is like freaking three books What's before it called that. Again? I don't know why Changes just sticks in my mind. That was a big one. But yeah, exactly. Because everything literally changed in that yeah. one. Like everything went fucking yeah. crazy. The Dresden Files, Carl. Okay. That's a awesome good, book series. If you're if you were a fan of reading and you don't want to read long 700 page fantasy epics, Dresden is a good series because they're self contained. They're quick reads. They're not you know you could read probably through them in like a week. At a time, if you really wanted to, and they're fun, self-contained stories. How many yeah. books all together? Do you know? So far, probably like 13, 14. Jesus, 15, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be 23 total, I think. Like, each one's its own case file. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's a detective novel starring a wizard in the city of Chicago. And the first few books, I think the author wrote them when he was like 19, Exactly, 20. 15. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, the author wrote them when he was... The first few books, he wrote when he was very young. He's like 19, 20. 21, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first two books are a little, you know, you can t- kind of see him ke- getting his bearings, and then they get really, you know, they get even better and better and better, mm-hmm. better, better, better. They're really good. Get a lot of vampires and all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, Aztec vampires and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it gets it gets good. Undead. Really good. Yeah. Ghosts. Werewolves. Werewolves. Yeah. Got everything. All your trap. All your trappings. Holy knights. Yeah. Witches. With all that good stuff. Yep. Awesome. Highly recommend it. Yeah, love the dressing. Um, there was a show on Sci-Fi which sucked. Yes, don't watch that. <laughs> Do not. That, that, <laughs> that's weird to me, man. Because that that's a series that like you, you see a lot of fantasy series that mm. get made into movies, and they would probably be better off being made into a series instead. Yeah, this is this is a case where the exact opposite. <laughs> I feel like is is 
is the right thing to do where these were perfect for movies. Like yeah. all of this stuff is bite-sized chunks yeah. with a perfect beginning, middle, and end where you can just make a movie and just be good to go at the end of it. Feel that you've watched something real good. And they decided to make it a show. <laughs> make it serialized and stupid. Mm, stupid sci-fi. Yeah. Um, for myself, I just finished volume four of Star Wars, the comic book series. Mm. Um, Last Flight of the Harbinger, uh, which was pretty good. Um, so each volume, essentially, for Star Wars is kind of like, it's between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and it's like all the wild adventures that the original Core 3 had, and all the stuff they do. It just makes me sadder about Han Solo's ultimate fate in <laughs> The Force Awakens. Um, so it's just all the stuff they do in between that, and Luke coming close to seeing Darth Vader again. You learn where he, you, where he learned some of his swordsmanship, because I know when like Empire Strikes Back, you're like, oh, how do you learn how to use a lightsaber? So you learn some of that stuff. Uh, volume five is the one I'm really looking forward to, but it's not releasing until July, and it's about some a Yoda story in there, like an early Yoda story. And then the beginning of each volume, you go over it, you kind of review Obi Wan's journals because mm-hmm. Luke's reading them when he finds them in Tatooine. So you see some of his older, cooler stuff, uh, which is enjoyable. And then I started pick, I started reading De- uh, Life Dead again for Star Wars Aftermath. Because I'm just realizing now, it's like, I need to get back into the Star Wars stuff, especially with Episode Eight coming at the end of the year, and that whole media train's picking back up. Yeah. Um, and I already saw some of the internal, um, like, the, they have a new team that does all the canon, so everything matches. And I saw something in Aftermath that was in the Volume 4 for Star Wars, which I thought was pretty cool. Hmm. And now the big news, too, I don't know if, I can't remember if you guys touched on it last week, uh, Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. is uh, being released and it looks like that they're writing a lot of the wrongs of Battlefront 1 mm-hmm. where there's going to be a story that takes place over 30 years canon story that nice. goes all the way from I think the I think the prequel to original to sequel trilogy but it's going to span the whole time mm-hmm. um, so I'm really looking for, like just, just the campaign and there's going to be space battles and that really got me hyped up mm-hmm. um even though the first Battlefront or the redone Battlefront got me fucking hyped down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and uh, reading through Aftermath and then also Empire's End came in the a few weeks ago and that's the third book of the Aftermath trilogy so I want to finish that as well. Hmm. Um, and then Rebels had Thrawn, has Thrawn in season three so I might try to catch up on that too because I'm a big Thrawn fan from the expanded universe. So that's all I had. Hmm. Nice. Go Star Wars. It's really picking it's picking steam back up. Oh, and the other news I saw, which I shared with you at work, is that they may be remastering or remixing or redoing or remaking Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That big yeah. box set that you bought? That was the MMO, Star Wars The Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic was the OG game for the original Xbox. Okay. Made by Bioware when Bioware was still good. Yes. Hmm. Right after uh, Soul Calibur 2. No, not Soul Calibur. Wow. Boulder's Gate. Boulder's Gate. Okay, I'm about to say. <laughs> um, Dark Alliance or something like that. That's, yeah, Bioware before EA bought it. Mm-hmm. So they did that. Obsidian did episode, I'm sorry, KOTOR 2, which was a good game in itself, but it got rushed out. So they yeah. lost a lot of its stuff. But it had a really cool story, force wise, which a lot of people didn't touch on, or a lot of different companies didn't touch on. Um, and then The Old Republic. After EA bought it, or bought Bioware, of course, they wanted the money train MMO. Mm-hmm. So they turned it into the Old Republic, which was fun. I did play it for a good while. Um, but once you do one or two of the story missions, you know, the story quests, like I did the Jedi Knight and the uh, Imperial Agent, mm-hmm. 
you can play all of them, but you know, it's, it's the same thing over and over again. And then I think I was doing like some uh, end game content where you have to fight Soa, who's like an old Radican alien. And I'm like, how many fucking times am I going to fight this guy? <laughs> like, I can only do this so many times, guys. Uh, and then I bailed on that game. But it's still going strong. It's free to play now, too, if you really yeah, want to try it out. problem with MMOs. Like, yeah. I, I am not one for repetition. Yeah. So. yeah. I just really like the Star Wars stuff. But then, obviously, that's all non-canon. But it's interesting. It's EA, but it's non-canon. Even though Revan came very close to making it into the Clone Wars cartoon. So close. He was, he, they have, like, artwork of him. Wow. Because uh, all Clone Wars stuff is canon. So that would been really interesting if they, find, <laughs> if they got him in there. Uh, so... My biggest thing, and I've talked about on the show before, is I'm really looking forward to what they do with the Old Republic stuff that takes place before the movies, because, whatever, get me away from the original crap. I don't really, whatever, like, whatever. Get, get me, give someone a blank canvas, like they did with the old Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. That's why they originally went there, is because they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. Awesome. Well, I love that that game. Yeah, and uh, Star Wars um, Tales of the Jedi, an old Dark Horse comic from the 90s, is some of my favorite that. stuff. Yeah. That's even before Knights of the Old Republic, and that was some good stuff. Nice. Yeah. That's all I had. All right. Go Star Wars. <laughs> oh, with the Aftermath books, are they worth finishing? Because I just finished the first one. I'm only like a quarter of the way through the second one. Mm-hmm. And I've and I've talked about it before. I'm, I don't... The, the main characters, I don't... I, they don't really speak to me in any way. Mm-hmm. Leia's in Life Dead a little bit. Yeah. And also, obviously, with uh, Carrie Fisher's untimely passing, everything's... I think... They said they aren't going to change episode 9, but it all seems to be thrown into disarray. Because I even have the Leia book that I have to finish. Mm-hmm. It's all about Princess Leia, so yeah, that's going to be interesting down the road, how they decide to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, I know that we talked uh, about in the news, the family of Carrie Fisher said they gave him permission to use unused footage. But then Kathleen Kennedy, who's like the head of LucasArts, mm-hmm. said they're not going to do that. No. So who's giving misinformation, Kathleen? <laughs> but if you want to know everything... It, well, I would say at least if you want to know the bridge between episodes six and seven, I would say read them. But I'll let you know more as I finish them. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right. We get some uh, news and headlines, Vic. Yeah, got some new stuff coming down the pike. Uh, we've got three X Men films coming out next year, 2018. Uh, we got New Mutants on April 13th, Deadpool 2 on June 1st, and Dark Phoenix on November 2nd. Thoughts? Yep. yep. Those sound like X-Men movies. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I am interested to see Josh Brogan as, di- as a Cable. That's so mm. weird. That's so funny. I, I like th- it. I like that cast. <laughs> as soon as I yeah. saw that, though, I was like, wait a second. Wait a second, Josh. That was a big shock to me. I, like, because I've been seeing like speculation of um, the guy from Stranger Things, and you know a host of other people. And next thing you know, I don't know. Josh Brolin just kind of like hit me from left field. It did come out of nowhere. It seems like there was mm-hmm. not even speculation on that. Um, it's the best kind. Just fucking put it out there. Surprise everybody. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure Fox <clears throat> is just going to turn Ryan Reynolds into the new uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Just put him in everyone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I see. Text Ben. <laughs> see? Well, then there's oversaturation. Danger of that. I think I'm more interested in New Mutants than anything else out of that group, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm ready to see something fresh outside of the main X-Men uh, group. Yeah, and I really don't care about the uh, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean when I say Dark, I mean... Uh, I mean, we did get hit with it in X-Men 2. 
three. Three. Three, yeah, they already did it. They did it poorly because I was a Brett Ratner one. Mm. Um, and also, like, the Phoenix is, in the comics itself, she's been overdone. And in uh, the 90s cartoon, cartoon, that was the best. The best, yes. Mm. Yes, it was. That's all the Dark Phoenix I need. I don't yeah. need that retold. Yep, <laughs> I agree. All they should do is just cut up scenes from that cartoon show and release it at theaters. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> just release the cartoon. <laughs> that'd be great. My my whole thing with the X-Men 90s universe with Jean Grey and Cyclops being 60 years old is well documented. I just think it's weird. I don't. I hate the the timeline of this crap. Um, especially with like the um, with Logan, how that all went. Like, so what does that mean for Dark Phoenix? Is, why am I even watching a movie if when I know what the ending's gonna be like? Well, with uh, with Logan, that's actually an alternate take of the X Men universe, so it doesn't mm-hmm. really. It's, it's not a hard and fast part of the canon. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's like an alternate take outside of that. I need hard and I need fast. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. All right. Well. Was, was you can it, you can look forward to more Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Nope. Yep. You can. Hey, maybe they'll do Cyclops right. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it weird that this movie is going to take place in the 90s, but yet they all look exactly the same exactly. age. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Listen, I do not care for Sansa Stark as Phoenix, okay? Yeah. I'm all set with it. I just yeah. like, you did your X-Men movies. It's time to move on. <clears throat> and then, and one of the, I read a list today, just for funsies, while it's on break. There's like some of the all the best X Men teams, and I was like, oh man, they could really like. There's so many good X Men stories out there, mm-hmm. and they fuck up their biggest yeah, bad guy in like a 45 minute ending, and then they redo this story again with less good actors. That's a, that's a bad sentence. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Deadpool and new movies. Actually, yeah, that, that looks cool. They just need to they need to just Days of Future Past was a perfect opportunity for them to start fresh, and they just kind of went back to the well. But whatever. Mm. People still watch it. They need to just clean out the creative teams on those on those movies. Mm. Yeah, it's like the DC universe; they just couldn't use a whole new creative team. Get rid I of agree. Them. Yeah. Get rid of them all. Yeah. So that's X Men news right there. Uh, other news: uh, James Cameron's Avatar sequels have now now have release dates. Uh, after numerous delays, Avatar two will be released December twenty twenty. Avatar three on December twenty twenty one. Part 4 on 2024, and Part 5 on 2025. Uh, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out this year, well, next year in 2018, but was delayed because all sequels are being developed at the same time. I feel like we read a news story about Avatar every couple months. That's <laughs> oh, a pushback. That's uh, this. James Cameron's not ready. We talked about this in a previous episode, and we confirmed that no one cares. Yeah. So. The first one was good. That's cool. Highest grossing movie of all time, but it left no mark on anything. Where's Sam Worthington? Please. Yeah, right. Yeah, what did happen to that guy? I liked him. He was in that Terminator movie? Yeah, that's right. He was in Avatar. And he did something else, too. Clash of the Titans. Yeah. yeah and Wrath right. of the Titans. That's a lot of generic crap. Yep. Wow. Okay, yeah. now I know what happened to him. He took the Orlando Bloom route. <laughs> Swords and sandals stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. It's so strange, like, you're right, that Avatar 2 is, it's the highest grossing movie in the world at $2 billion, and it has no cultural mark None. at all. 3D was well, I mean, cool. still, people, people still, like, cosplay it as Avatar, but then, like... Well, in porn parodies, sure. I think, I, think, I think that might be the, the problem with it. They went with a very heavy technological um, lean on what they were bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And technology gets surpassed very quickly. Right. Mm. And also, so at like, the time, that was super cool, the way that they did a 3D in that. Yeah. And, and 
No one cares. Well, then, like, a year later, people are like, I'm not paying double the price for my ticket every single time I go. Like, so that that helped boost its numbers, absolutely. But it was also the first true blue 3D hotness. There was other 3D stuff out there at the time, even before it, but nothing like Avatar did. I actually just remembered I owned it on DVD. Oh, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I probably... Like, it just just shows, like, the cultural impact that it had. Like, I forgot that I owned it. (laughs) Nah, I still enjoy the movie. Uh, uh, next headline hero. Jesus. Uh, there's a spinoff of the Fast and Furious movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham in the works. And uh, Fast and Furious screenwriter Chris Morgan is writing the screenplay. And uh, originally there was going to be a, a post credit scene with a, that, would, that would tease the spinoff, but Vin Diesel took that out of Fate of the Furious at the last minute. Because he had beef with uh, The Rock. But they squashed their beef, so this movie is underway. <laughs> so does that mean Vin Diesel just controls the the fate of the Furious? That was ah, a... Uh, I'm pretty I sure. see what you did there. I'm pretty sure he is, a, he is a Kevin Feige of the it's a, Fast and Furious. It's a serious question, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does have a lot of creative control. The yeah. majority, I, I believe. And what was the beef between him and Rock? I've, I've been out of these circles, apparently. I knew there was something, um, but I just didn't care that much i guess it, i guess it boiled down to just basic uh, hollywood ego like the rock and uh vin diesel were complaining that that one other person had more screen time than the other so that was all it was really just really pay- this is just a fucking hollywood dick measuring contest <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah the rock posted this whole so thing on, uh, on his instagram, instagram like oh come late film late you're messing with the people who are trying to film and stuff like that yeah, whatever. I haven't seen Fate of the Furious yet. Um, I will, but I yeah, same here. I I do enjoy The Rock, but that I don't. I'm not, and I know Jason Statham joins the team, mm-hmm. but this is interesting well, because they works with each other. Works with the team, doesn't really join. Oh, uh, gotcha. All right, so mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that they do have a, a very good chemistry on screen. They so. Oh, yeah. They were good like, when he was a bad guy in that fucking movie. God. Yeah. <laughs> Seven, I mean, not eight. But just like, oh, God. It's so he just comes up in the elevator. He's just there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I got to see Fate soon. But I will. But, yeah. Okay. Keep making that money. Keep yeah. making it. Yeah. Yeah. The movie's approaching $1 billion as we speak. Hmm. Uh, other other news, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon will star in HBO's ad- film adaptation of Fahrenheit 451. It's a hell of a duo. Yep. It's a classic Ray Bradbury novel. Great, great book if you if you haven't read it. Uh, Jordan will star as the lead character, Guy Montag, and Shannon will star as his mentor, Captain Beatty, who's also the main villain of the uh, book. Well, the funny thing about Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451, this is the one that like was banned, right? Like as a book? Or is uh, something else? No. Was there like a famous Jet Jackson episode about this book? I think Catcher in the Rye was banned at one point in schools. But I feel like I should remember. Well, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just laughing at you, bet your famous Jet Jackson. That's the only guy I remember this from. I like, no. I know it's famous. Well, Fahrenheit 451. It's about a dystopian future where books are burned. They're yeah. banned from society. Gotcha. Okay. So, so. Uh, but there, I'm pretty sure there was a famous Jet Jackson episode <laughs> about this. Now I gotta look it up. Yeah. Because I know it's a famous book, but I've never read it or seen an adaptation of it. It's a great book. Yeah. Mm. That's something I haven't heard long Because you remember Famous Jack Jackson's father was the sheriff of the town. And I'm pretty sure Famous Jack Jackson got in trouble for not for reading that book. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So that, that sounds real interesting. I mean, two great actors, um, great ad- adaptation. Hopefully, it'll be better than the uh, than the old nineteen sixties film, which wasn't very good. Um, other other news: uh, the Captain Marvel directors have been revealed. It's Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck. Uh, they'll be directing the Captain Marvel, which is coming out March twenty nineteen. Uh, they directed such other films as Half Nelson with Ryan Gosling and Sugar, and Mississippi Grind with uh, Ben Mendelsohn and um, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I think it's a it's, it's a very interesting choice. They're both independent uh, directors, but at the same time, as with as with all MCU films, you can hire a small you can hire a you know independent director. But do you, will you see any of their distinctive uh, signatures in any of the MCU films? No. So it doesn't matter. Just the way I like it. Give me more explosions, <laughs> Nick. No, 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 but, but, yeah. I, but, but, no, but here's the thing, though, with the MCU. I mean, as, as entertaining as their films are, and I've pointed this out before, they're all safe. I mean, I, I'm fatigued of the MCU. The only, like, like all, all their films, if you go back and you, and you, and you watch <clears> the future ones, they're all, they all, they all look the same. They all have the same tone. You can hi- and the reason why they hire these small directors is because they're not going to raise a fuss. They'll they're going to be they can be easily muscled and cajoled into doing whatever Kevin Feige wants. You can't hire a you can't hire a strong-willed creative director like Edgar Wright because he's going to push back against bullshit. So they kicked him out. You can't hire Spielberg because he's too big. So you got to hire these small small independent directors because they can be manipulated. What about James Gunn? Same deal. James Gunn like you can watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a fun film. Do you see any of his? Any, do you see any of his like signatures in the film? No. Steven really Spielberg don't. wanted to turn Harry Potter into an Americanized film, so <laughs> screw that guy. Um, yeah, but now they get on the now everyone knows who, who they are, and then people are probably more likely to hire for other big movies. As Kevin Costner would say, "Here at Marvel, all our movies look the same way." Exactly. And I like it. If it works, <laughs> if it works, well, why not? I think if you do a good enough job, like they mentioned how. Hmm. They wanted Guardians of the Galaxy to take place farther into the future, the volume two, but uh, James Gunn convinced them to do it a couple months after, like the first film, mm-hmm. plot-wise or time-wise, sorry, Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you do a good enough job, like especially with Guardians of the Galaxy, you did way better than they expected. But yeah, they are all cookie cutters. It's, it's the way it is. Like a lot of comic books come down to it. They're all pretty much the same thing. Uh, but I guess it happens. It depends what happens after phase three finishes. Because... I get it. They're leading up to something, and they need to have it their way. Well, by the way, that Guardian. Speaking of Guardians, that video that you sent us, the, um, if Guardians was made by DC, mm-hmm. that shit was hilarious. I right. think <laughs> you just want it darker, don't you? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's not a matter of <laughs> wanting on YouTube, people. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not a matter of yeah. It's not a matter of wanting it darker. I just want the MCU films to have some balls, but we're not going to get that. I mean, I mean, and, and for the record, the whole buildup of Thanos. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What buildup? There ain't no buildup for Thanos as the villain. There's no buildup at all. He just he's literally sitting in a chair. What do you think Josh Josh Brolin's able to do Deadpool two? You know, any anybody anybody any one of us sitting here in this room can play Thanos in the exact same way. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of the MCU. Let it be known, I am tired of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the only reason why I'm going to see Guardians 2 next week is because I have this podcast to do. And we're going to talk about it. It's a job. It's a fucking job. And I'm sick of it. Are you looking at me, man? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Carl. What the hell? <laughs> He's getting all the heat. Yeah, right. <laughs> Woo. Uh, 
I'm just tired is all. I'll man. keep watching them because I like them. Yeah. And I think it's more the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not so much a look as it is a tone. They certainly try to strike a certain tone with their films. That That's the way I look at it. And I like that friggin' tone. So, it, fuck it. Like I said, yeah. if it works, why not? They keep yeah. it. They keep it bright and they film in the daylight <laughs> it's funny so uh, yeah. take that Vic I do believe that you need they, more cancer if they keep it yeah Mr. Marvel he's bro Captain America had cancer whoo I think Woo. we'll be here <laughs> shut up if they keep doing the same thing for a I mean if they're gonna keep making money but eventually it will hit a thing where it's just like holy smokes holy smokes yeah but I, I, I'm just I'm invested in all these characters now so like a movie like Doctor Strange, like I did hit that thing where I was like, okay, this is the same fucking thing. Mm. But guys like, you know, Captain America, Thor, which looks pretty different from the usual Thor, um, I do want to see their stories continue and end, so I'm just invested in them. The new people, like someone like Captain Marvel, I really don't care yeah. about the newer people. Hmm. But it's the MCU. MCU. I'm just invested into that. Well, glad. Yes. Good. Yeah. If you want something different out of the the Marvel universe, go watch Always Legion, man. Yeah. Go watch Legion. Okay, I'll, oh yeah. No one wants to go to DC Car. <laughs> <laughs> or watch Cloak and Dagger. Mm. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the trailer just dropped for that show coming to free form uh, later this year. Any thoughts on that? Looks like we some, didn't get much. Looks like some real teenage ass teenage television. <laughs> I was not. Uh, I don't know much about is. Cloak and Dagger, but I was just. I just. Was not I, I thought they were older, at least the comic book characters wise. They may have yelled them down yeah, for freeform. This is a pre. This is freeform, previously known as ABC Family, previously known as Fox Family. Um, I, it's part of the MCU. I know that, but it's probably one thing that will has been grinding my gears about the MCU, which I will say is how separate they keep everything from everything like the tv shows to the movies that is grinding my gears that I'm like give me something i mean they do, i mean they do drop like hints, stop like saying a, the incident okay yeah, yeah. They they do called. what do you want them to call <laughs> yeah. the guy with the hammer <laughs> it's like oh my god uh kid in the captain america halloween costume it's like oh my god get oh god it's been oh god i know mention. I they don't, they like, just uh, don't want to bludgeon you over the head with it, man. They like I to keep s- it. They keep it. Yeah. They've kept it too much. subtle. Too subtle. subtle. They need more. I need you want them to whip it out. Yes, that's what you're saying. <laughs> right on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my arm. Yeah, it was. That's what I want. <laughs> that is what I want. But Cloak and Dagger, I don't, I don't like those. Actually, Jess might really like that show. <laughs> <That's all laughs> she likes those freeform you shows. Know, there's gonna be another freeform show too. Um, I'm forget the name escapes me right now, but I know Squirrel Girl is gonna be the lead. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's gonna be more of a comedy. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I was kind of hoping they would take some chances with the whole cloak and dagger thing because I think they both got their powers from being like fucking drug addicts or some shit, if I recall from the comics. Or Freeform can do some heavy stuff. They can. That Foster yeah. show that Yeah, I that's what I was saying. That, that Foster is like a homegrown Degrassi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the sex drugs. Okay. Uh, traumatic brain injuries <laughs> in rock and roll. Sure. Yeah. Pretty sure they were like crackheads yeah. and that had something to do with them getting their powers. I don't I don't, I don't yeah, follow yeah, too, yeah, too much, tra- but I'm pretty sure that had something to do with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I really, we really didn't get much in the trailer. It's like you saw you saw Cloak, but we didn't see any like powers or dagger. Like you mm-hmm. barely saw anything. So it's like okay, we know it's Cloak and Dagger, but like give us 
They could have gave us a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crackheads with powers. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> That's the change that Vic was looking for. <laughs> MCU is reeling you right back in. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Marvel, uh, their Marvel's Legacy relaunch uh, is coming uh, this fall, 2017. Uh, Marvel announced at the C2E2 event, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, they announced last Saturday that they will be relaunching the Avengers this fall, which will revert the characters back to their original versions. Uh, this upcoming relaunch is the opposite approach from the Marvel Now line of the last few years, which uh, emphasized newer, younger heroes and as new characters of color, assuming the old roles like Riri Williams of Iron Man, Amadeus Cho with the Hulk, among others. Uh, it's currently unknown if the if these aforementioned characters will continue to exist in the Legacy relaunch, uh, but more announcements from Marvel are to be expected. Sounds a lot like Rebirth, DC, mm-hmm. their whole thing. And Probably would be done better. Yeah. There it is. So yeah, they get they get their uh, they get their powers from heroin. Oh. oh. Experimental Shit. heroin. Okay, I should do that more often then. Mm-hmm. Um, models. I've I've been looking more into this whole like they're going to be talking about the sales being down because all the different stuff you know they blame they're oh we tried to do be more diverse and it didn't mm-hmm. go well. I've been reading more about that stuff and I just Marvel their comic line it, it's weird their comic line has been shitty. Mm-hmm. Their movies have been awesome. In my opinion, DC is opposite. From what I'm reading, their stories have been great. They've really been knocking out of the park with a lot of the different relaunches they've been doing. So hopefully, this gets Marvel back on the right track with Legacy. And they, they I feel like Marvel just has too many events. Mm-hmm. So they just had, they just had uh, Secret, no, they just had Civil War two. Civil War two. Before that, they had Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Now they have Secret Empire. Hmm. It's just too many events. Holy shit! It's been like six months. Wow. Like, I can't keep up with all that crap. Um, I'm just like, where do I jump into this? Where do I jump in? It's like, oh, and then Captain, I mean, there's a big story going on with Captain America right now. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a big thing in the, I think Free Comic Book Day has Secret Empire 1 as Mar- uh, Marvel's uh, Free Comic Book, and it's been going on for a while, but it's like, in order to get this, you have to read Captain America, you have to read uh, Sam Wilson, you have to read Ironheart and Iron Man to get all these little bits and pieces, and I know comic books have always been like that, but holy crap, Marvel! Freaking, let's lock this down. Lot. Yeah, there's a lot. It's too much. It's too a... much. And now Iron Heart Man, Riri Williams, Iron Heart. I don't know. Hmm. Oof. But be the person. They're just rolling everything back because the sales are low. <laughs> let's be real about it. Come on. Good. And then maybe they can invent some. Not invent. Yeah, create new heroes. We've talked about this. Yeah. But it's interesting that this is like so soon after there's the talk about the sales being down. So mm. good on you. Indeed. And the last headline here, uh, Nintendo will be releasing the SNES Classic this year. That's been confirmed? Yes. Uh, according to Eurogamer, uh, the SNES Classic will be released in time for Christmas 2017, and that this is the reason why Nintendo discontinued the NES Classic. I don't think there's been a press release from Nintendo. Okay. I won't believe it until I see it. Eurogamer, from what I understand, is very good about the reporting. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo explained that, quote, the NES Classic was not intended to be an ongoing, long-term product. I got mine. <laughs> yeah, that's sad that Nintendo's shitty stock issues kept a lot of people who wanted that thing from being able to obtain it. I still know um, quite a few people that would really love to get one for themselves and their kids and relive some of that childhood mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo NES goodness, and they can't because Nintendo didn't want them to. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's ridiculous. Like they, they, I mean, they, they might have correctly, you know, thought that this thing was gonna be like one of those retro consoles that you see everywhere. Literally, like every Walgreens pharmacy you walk into has like that stupid Atari like plug yeah. and play console. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. You I saw the Sega one too. Genesis ones. Yeah. I and nobody gives a damn about those. All of a sudden, Nintendo releases one, and it's all the rage in the friggin' world. So I guess like if you look at it on the face of things before this thing released, you could be like, well, there's a thousand of those retro things, and <laughs> nobody they're everywhere. Like nobody buys those, and it's just it turned into a phenomenon. I, so I cool. have been tempted hard, to hard buy one, day. Day. like the Sega one. Yeah, that thing's probably cool. Why not give it a shot, Carl? But then like that one was just very low key and it wasn't news, and right. I don't know why. I, I'm curious. Like it wasn't intended to be ongoing. Why? Why don't you want to make money? They said they made a good amount of money off of it, but still, like... Make more! Yeah. Damn it, Nintendo. I guess you ain't hurting after that Seattle Mariner sale. Goddamn. Um, Listen, I got one as well. So I'm good with it, but it sucks for people who didn't get Well, maybe they plan on doing way more... uh, Well, they plan on doing more NES classics. SNES classics. SNES, yeah. With more games and longer chords, maybe? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Potentially. So, we'll see. I'll, I'm still, still going to try to get it. I, I just bought some cord extenders on Amazon. <laughs> if I walk into a store and there is an NES Classic there, I'll buy it. Not going to happen. Same thing with the SNES Classic. If I walk in, I can buy it, I'm going to buy it. I'm, I'm going to s- try to pre-order that from Amazon the moment it's announced. Like I said, I just want to look at it. Mm. Yeah. Like My it. NES Classic is in its box. It, just, it stayed there since the day I got it. <laughs> I literally took it out, plugged it in. Saw that it worked, put it in its box, never took it out again. <laughs> I thought you were going to play with your daughter. <laughs> I did. Huh. She enjoyed right. it? Yeah, she did. Cool. Then we ended up playing SNES Super Mario on my uh, NVIDIA Shield in the emulator. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll still try to get it. Yeah, Nintendo- like, for the most part, like, when I was getting my NES Classic, it was more of a thrill. Mm-hmm. So then when I finally got it, I was like, yes, I finally got it. You know, I played it for a little while, and I'm like, okay. But it's still cool to look at. I play it from time to time. Victor asked me earlier if I still played it. I'm like, from time to time, if I got like 10 minutes to kill, you can go through a couple of Mario scenes and I am on my way. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo's full of shit. (laughs) They are. I mean, the the artificial scarcity, they're making whores out of consumers, you know, just, just emboldening scalpers on eBay so they can you know, sell these for like $500 because they're so rare because it discontinued. You know, Nintendo, Nintendo Kinkers. Nintendo I King. saw it, yeah. I saw it on Facebook Marketplace for and sell it like 30 years from now for like a $30,000 <laughs> that you do. Yeah. Mm, that's an idea. But I gotta say, man, you know what? If you have a PC, you can literally get every single NES and SNES game out there in existence. So, you know what? Fuck Nintendo mm-hmm. and their... And their in a cute factor with a business practice. Uh, with a NES accurate gamepad. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? You could build one of those. Apparently like, everyone who bought one and really badly wants one and can't get it, I guess. Well, it's because people that don't want to, they just want to buy something and plug it in. But a good thing would be, buy yourself a bunch of Raspberry Pis, build out a shitload of them, just fucking sell them. They're, they're, Paint them. They're doing that. Paint them. You can literally go online and get that right now. It's like 80 bucks. Oh. I checked. Interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with it. It is if you people can follow Google instructions, Google it, make your own Raspberry Pi for like fifty bucks and get every game mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. even the ones they mm-hmm. won't put on there like 
Goldeneye. Or just get an NVIDIA Shield, and you have an awesome media player, and they have all the emulators ever on there. There you go. Works really good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our that's our news. Nintendo, stop pimping the consumer. <laughs> if it were, yeah, if it were, yeah, just sell more. Just make more money. Yeah. Sell more money. Go, Bird. Pimping is easy, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and you guys make it too easy. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy one. I mean, I, like I said, I walked in, it was there. If I, like, tripped over it, I would buy it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what? All I gotta say is, like, you, you Nintendo fanboys, you know, just... Instead of dropping your drawers, keep your drawers on, mm. keep the belt buckled, and just walk on your merry way. But it's way more enjoyable to play Zelda with my pants off. With my pants off. With my pants off. <laughs> yeah, we'll just uh, leave that at that. Uh, mm. Do we have any emails or anything? Let me just say this is something from Twitter, but not an email. And But I know we have our question of the week. Anything at all. I think John Haponic. Yeah, John Haponic did send one. That SOB. Oh, I'll read it if, uh, if he sent something. That DC, no. You know what? I, I'll read it. I'll fucking read it. My phone's not loading. I apologize. Email. <laughs> this is very unprofessional, Maurice. This <laughs> is very unprofessional. Well, look up Here we go. Jackson. <sighs> Which From our boy, John Haponic. Superhero right. Star Wars Furious Fatigue. Uh-oh. I have a feeling Victor won't like one. Is that why? No, this is why Victor is lean the way he is. That <clears throat> John Haponic's gotten inside his head. <laughs> no. It's bad influences. <laughs> <laughs> So, he starts his email off by saying, Can't believe I heard someone say, someone admit to superhero fatigue. Then again, why bother making all these movies if there is no consequence except a 10-year wait to battle Thanos and Darkseid? It's going to be a lot less than 10 years for shitty DC. Trust me, they can't set up their movies worth a damn. <laughs> 10 Fast and Furious films, 8 Harry Potters, and 9 Star Wars? Okay, at least there is an end in sight. But now we might get a bonus with Rock and Statham rumored spinoff film. Wish granted, Victor and Carl. I predict old man Vin Diesel for FF10. F8 was dumb fun. Iron Fist was just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's something we can all agree on. Still listening, John Haponic. P.S. F8 drinking game. Every time someone says family or gear shifts, family! I think it's more like 10 Star Wars films now once uh, they finish up this trilogy. Oh, God, they will never stop milking that franchise. Oh, yeah. No, they won't. They will run that shit into the ground. Are you going to get Star Wars fatigue, Vic? You love Star Wars. I do, but I'm... I don't care about the Han Solo spinoff. Mm. I don't care about the Obi Wan spinoff. Mm. I just want the I just want the main story to end. I mean, after Episode Nine, that's it. We don't have to revisit Ray and, and and Finn and everybody. Just just conclude it. Yeah, but then she'll be old for Episode 10, 11, 12, and then she'll teach the next generation. Yeah, right. as yeah. is tradition. Oh, I'm done. I'm so done. <laughs> that's why they need to go to the old Republic. They do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, I'd watch the fuck out of an old Republic movie too. <laughs> that God, just give me Darth Revan. I'd watch the hell out of that. That 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 would be cool. It'd be something different. Well, not not totally different. Can you but... imagine like ten thousand Jedi fighting ten thousand Sith? Would be fucking dope. Yeah, so good. that would be one of the best EU books was the Darth Bane or books mm. sequel uh, was the Darth Bane trilogy mm. where he invents oh boy invents the uh, rule of two. It's really good, mm. but it's now all fucking legacy bullshit. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Get away from that. Do something different. And you can. The, thing, the cool thing about Rogue One is like a heist film set in the Star Wars universe. Like, do a 
a dramatic drama film set in the Star Wars universe. I'd watch it. Yeah. Colbert, course of the week. Okay, last week's was um, name a TV show you love that you wish they never should never would have canceled. Mm-hmm. Now, last week I said uh, the hard times of R.J. Berger. You said Firefly. I would like to hear y'all's too. More mine, recent would, mine would probably be Firefly as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch Firefly at the time, so I can't really say that. Although, you know, I did watch it on Netflix, so I guess going back I can say that. But Arrested Development. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's a funny-ass show. Yep. Yeah. So um, Fox yeah. fucked that up, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Fox has, like, a long list of kids. <laughs> they sure oh, do. Yeah. They sure do. So um, on Facebook, Emanuela Delgado says Family Matters. That kind of just ended and it was like going off the rails once they switched harriet um walter preciado says the following and james michael garcia also says firefly that was on our facebook and on our instagram at leo983 says the waynes brothers john aponic says the critic and motivated lady says caveman the I'm Critic the sounds like such a John Hoponic show. <laughs> it is one of his favorite shows. So I love time. The Critic. <laughs> I did back enjoy in, that back in the day, yeah. It was a good show. I was not a fan of it. <laughs> All right, so this week, question of the week. What classic fighting game would you like to see get a reboot? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the only classic one thing. really <sighs> equipped to answer this. Let's be okay, real I here. One. I got one. I got Darkstalkers. One. Darkstalkers needs to make a comeback. I don't know. Eternal uh, Champions? Good lord, Carl. What Eternal the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> we should just stop. We should just stop after <laughs> I answered. I knew Carl was going to come up with some bullshit answer. Hey, no dad, one, bro, no dad, one likes Eternal Champions. It was a garbage game when it first came out. My dad bought garbage Eternal game Champions now. and I made the best Just because it. you were a kid and you had terrible taste doesn't make it a game worth rebooting, Carl. Man, who knows? Give them, be optimistic. Maybe they could no, make it better. Carl, no, you can't. You cannot make goodness Listen, out of it's crash. his question of the week answer. It's a terrible answer. It's an incorrect answer. <laughs> War gods. That's another really <laughs> shitty fighting game for everyone that doesn't know. It sure was. Jesus Christ. I mean, you might could have been worse. You could have said, said fighter pit fighter. Oh, shit. Pit fighter? Yo, reboot the sh- Yo, reboot the fuck out of that, man. Fucking pit fighter. Yes. When I was fighter, young... Did you play fighter maker? No. When I was a young boy, Uh-oh. back when Blockbuster was still a thing, me and my friends would go rent a game, and I wanted to rent something awesome, and they wanted to rent fight maker. Which then you put the CD in, right? Yeah. And it makes you a fighter. That was yeah. the worst fucking game of all time. <laughs> that was the worst game of all time. That sounds terrible. But it's like, it's so cool, you put a CD in. I put my Lincoln Park CD in, it was fucking dope. Mm. Mm, so good. And I don't even know what the fuck spit out. No. But then, two years later, I don't think I... It's funny, I hated that game so much, I like never owned my PlayStation ever again. Two years later, <laughs> own my PlayStation, fight me. <laughs> Sorry, Blockbuster. You're never getting that game back. <laughs> suckers. <laughs> So you're the reason Blockbuster went out of Because I never got Fight Maker back. I blame my friend John for renting that game because it sucks. Uh, so what's your answer? Fight Maker. The fuck? How <laughs> would you want that remade? It's a cool concept. It's kind of like Monster Hunter. It's terrible. You're all terrible Yo. people. Yo. Clay Fighter. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got crickets on that one. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> that was a super. I was literally whispering. I thought oh. you were going to say Clay Fighter. Oh, no, you don't want to say Go back and listen. I was like, is he going to say Clay Fighter? Oh, no. I, was, he did. He did say I didn't even know what that was. Clay Fighter was another shitty fighting game. No, it sure was. You know, fighting game, they should make my fucking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was a good <laughs> fighting game. I went all the way through that game. Mm, that was good. Uh, that was, I think it was for Sega. And not the, not the Mighty so. Morphin Power Rangers, like, action, or not the action Super Nintendo game. Not that bullshit one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the actual fighting game for Sega Genesis. Sure. That was fucking dope. Well, they should make a sequel to Garou and Mark of the Wolves. Yep. Let's yeah. do that. They do that. Listen, awesome. like Chat I said, I am the only nice. I am I am the only person equipped in this room to even talk about this subject. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game was good. What game? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for Sega Genesis. Oh, that was a fun game. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the beat 'em up for the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. not the fighting game. That's yeah, I think they rebooted the beat 'em up. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll give a serious answer. Uh, Fatal Fury. Do they still make new ones? That would be Garou Mark of the Wolves. Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, there you go. Garou Mark of the Wolves was the last one they made, and okay. it was it is one of the finest game. video games ever made. Okay, I'll take your word for it. So yeah, they should do a sequel to that. Cool. It was really good. Let us know your answers. Don't say Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, we'll be plastered all over the the uh, Facebook, Instagrams, all that good stuff, and go to podcast at gmail Looking forward to answering your emails. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, I should have too. said that no. one. Mm. I was, like I that said, I am the thinking, only one I here that is equipped to well, talk crazy, about this. I was literally thinking about that game the other day, too. Damn. Why'd you even fucking bother bringing up a fighting <laughs> game question, Carl? Should have known you'd all embarrass yourselves. <laughs> I think there was I a Star Wars fighting game, too. There was. Oh, God. There Masters was of Terrace Casey? Yeah, is that yes. it? Yeah. What a shitty game that, that was. Terrible. was. Game like, that was like in Star Wars. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Man, that's funny. Claymaker. Uh, <laughs> Codex Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram. You know where to find us. Please, five star reviews. Help us get up the chart. We'd greatly appreciate it. Colbert, and uh, no, there's the Codex Prime Mix Show this Friday, and you will catch us at Rock Coco's in two weeks for free comic book day. So awesome. check us out. And special shout outs to Spock Summer. Victor and I went out to his trade pop up event this past weekend. It was really dope. So a special shout out to him. Yeah. Look at you guys going out and having fun. <laughs> Spread like the word. Like Spread the word. It's networking, man. Catch y'all later. Good stuff, guys. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening.